And so you've probably seen our shirts that say, all of life is all for Jesus. And the idea of that statement is kind of twofold. The first fold is, let us think through all of our lives and the whole totality of our life should be being lived for Jesus. The second component of that is that even in our vocations, even in the ordinary, even in the things that don't seem very supernatural, even in those things, God, we are living for God. All of our life is all for Jesus. And so when we do an all of life interview, we're taking some time to think through that idea uh, of, but through the lens of our vocations. And so we're thinking through how does our vocation uh, live all of life all for Jesus. And so we brought up Gretchen today and she's going to talk through her vocation with us and, and tell us how she lives all life all for Jesus and her vocation. And so Gretchen, will you again, just introduce yourself and uh, tell us what you do, your job title, and even kind of describe what that looks like. Um, so my name is Gretchen. I am a principal lecturer at NAU in the Department of Politics and International Affairs, which means that I'm a professor that uh, specializes in teaching. So the vast majority of my work is uh, teaching different classes related to politics. And um, I also am a faculty advisor for the Model United Nations Club. And then I also do some administrative work for my department and my college. That's great. So my first question for you, Gretchen, uh, uh, is essentially, so we believe that all humanity images God, like we reflect God's image. JD talked about that even in his call to worship today. And so, Gretchen, how do you feel like your work specifically reflects God's image and who he is? When I thought about this, I thought really in the ways of both teaching and service. And so when I'm teaching, I might be teaching Russian politics or political ideologies, but, um, and I'm not teaching the gospel, but I feel like what I'm teaching is something that I think Jesus really wanted us to practice as believers, which is learning about situations and people and areas outside of ourselves and moving towards those. So I really want people to have an appreciation for places that are different than them, people that are different from them, and to really see that as something that is wonderful and interesting and to learn more about and not be frightened of things that are different. So, And then in my um, service, you know, I really do spend a lot of time kind of serving my students, and I see my job as an opportunity to uh, sort of demonstrate Christ's service and sacrifice. So I think those are the two main areas. Yeah. I love that. I think, again, we so often forget our work reflects who God is. And so Gretchen, as a teacher, reflects God, who is our ultimate teacher and, and came to this earth and taught. And so thanks for sharing that. Um, well, there's, there's thorns and thistles to our work as well. There's like a brokenness to each of our work uh, in this world because, because of the brokenness of the world. And so, Gretchen, I, I'd be curious, what's your unique vantage point into the brokenness of, of the world through the work that you do? You know, a lot of the stuff we end up talking about in my classes can be really discouraging. I mean, we talk in almost all of my classes about things like the legacy of colonialism and how that continues to have an ongoing impact in the United States as well as in countries around the world. I mean, we will um, talk in my classes about the incarceration rates of African-American men in the United States and the implications of that. We also, uh, I teach Russian politics, and we'll talk about uh, how hard it is to be a human rights activist or to be a journalist trying to um, uncover the truth in Russia or somebody who's trying to pursue democracy. 
And then my word, we start talking about the Syrian civil war. I mean, sometimes what we talk about so much in what I'm teaching gets to be really discouraging in, in my classes. And then um, I like to encourage my students to get to know me. So I'll have kids sit in my office hours, and they'll start to share things that are going on in their, their lives. Sometimes they're good things, but I hear hard things, too. I hear about mental illness and the way students are trying to work through that. I hear about debt and, um, and, and the burden that it is on students. I hear about issues with their families. And so I really get a sense of... I mean, we live in a broken world, and I see it on kind of the individual level, and then, Lord, do I see it on kind of the international political level as well. And I, I mentioned sometimes I, I have to stop reading the news. I mean, I'm somebody who teaches international politics, but sometimes I just have to not read it for a time because it gets to be so heavy on my soul the way that we see sin manifested in our world today. Yeah, I think uh, we can all relate to that especially, but I, I can't imagine if that was like my main job. I'd probably... Uh, just, yeah, I don't know what I'd do. <laughs> yeah, I'd be sad all the time. Uh, but anyways, uh, well, my, my last question for you, Gretchen, is Jesus commands us to love our neighbor as, as we love ourselves. And so uh, how, how did you do that in your work? When I was a college student, uh, towards the end of my undergrad, I was really feeling like God was possibly leading me in two different directions. One was to go on full-time staff with crew. The other was to um, move towards getting my PhD and becoming professor. And as I prayed about it, I really felt the Lord leading me to become a professor. And at the time, I kind of assumed that the way I would love people would I'd be just sharing the gospel in my classes all the time, and that every class I'd have, I'd be weaving that in. And I've actually found I'm not doing that the degree that I thought, and I, and I feel like that's appropriate, but I feel like um, I really am open about the fact that I'm a believer to my students. I will have kids in my office talking about stuff, and I don't think they're a believer, but I'll tell them, I'm going to be praying for you, and I do pray for them. I, I do that to my colleagues, too. And so I feel like I, I really try and manifest Christ in that way. And then in, in the way I serve people, I really look for opportunities to... Um, you know, reach out and be somebody who is, I've made students meals, you know, it sort of runs the gamut, but to really see what I can do to be Christ's hands and feet um, in that in that actual way. Yeah. I know earlier in the last service, even you mentioned you hope that your office is like a beacon of light. No, that's okay. I just like that picture, you know, because Jesus says we're a city on a hill, you know, and you get that picture of light emanating from the city. And so I just love that that's your vision for your office, even that it, that. Yeah. Sorry. No. Nothing like ripping the mic out of your hands. <laughs> but no, I, I see that because I feel like the university can feel like a dark place. Oh, and I forgot to say this too. I feel like I do minister to my Christian students too, that I really love the opportunity to get to know that kids are of the faith. And then, man, I love to talk about, you know, what's the Lord doing in your life, et cetera. But I think that I want to be kind of that beacon of light for the believing kids and the believing faculty, you know, that that we can talk about the Lord, and the Lord permeates every area of my life, and let's talk about how he permeates every area of your life, but I really also want to be that same light, even to people who think I'm weird for being a Christian, but just to sort of like, you may think I'm weird, but I'm going to love you, and I'm going to serve you, and live in a way that, that glorifies God in the process. No, you're fine. Uh, I love that. I love that vision. Uh, I think especially on the college campus, that's so needed. And so I'm, I'm thankful for you, Gretchen. Uh, we're going to pray for Gretchen. 
We're also going to pray for you. In the first service, I made people stand. I'm not going to make you guys stand because I know it's just like you die inside or something if I make you stand. But we're going to pray for anyone in here that works for NAU, particularly if you're a professor or teacher at NAU or even Coconino Community College or something like that. Um, we're going to pray for you. So if you know those sitting next to you, just think of them or reach out towards them when you pray. And so let's pray for Gretchen uh, and, and thank God for the work he's doing through her. So. God, thank you so much for Gretchen. Thank you for her heart. God, I love that you just put this, um, you know, God, you, you've put this idea in all of us about your mission and your ongoing mission that we're salt and light in our world. But even that, that you just made this kind of tangible picture for Gretchen of her office being a beacon of light uh, for people. God, thank you for, for doing that. And thank you for doing that in her life. Continue to do that. Continue to empower her. God, for her and any of the Christian faculty across NEU, I would just ask that you would give them uh, an, a supernatural ability to naturally live out their lives in a way that uh, shows who you are and is a beacon to the lost, is a beacon to those uh, feeling the darkness of this world or even seeing the darkness of this world, that they would be drawn to Gretchen and others like her at NAU and hear the truth and be pointed towards you and experience your love through them and their work. And so God, continue to encourage them in the midst of even having to talk through some tough topics and discouraging topics that you would... Um, just strengthen Gretchen and empower her in the midst of that and help her to always um, be able to rest in uh, your, your, the hope of you returning one day, God. Um, God, thank you for Gretchen. Thank you for all those working at NAU. We love you, Lord, and, and we need you for our work to be good. Amen.